Welcome to Frost Growth Talks, where we'll engage in hard-hitting, clear-cut conversations designed to move you forward on your journey towards profitable growth. Welcome to Frost Growth Talks, hard-hitting, clear-cut conversations designed to move you forward on your journey towards profitable growth. These conversations aim to share inspirational stories of growth from industry leaders who have positively influenced our society and the world. Inspired by Schneider and its ecosystem to help build more sustainable, resilient operations throughout the solution lifecycle, we will share firsthand insights from an industry leader. Let's learn more about how to successfully future-proof growth strategies throughout these uncertain times. I am Shahad Manala, Global Customer Experience Vice President of Frost & Sullivan. And joining me today is Vivek Vaidya, Associate Partner, Global Client Leader, and a Mobility Expert here at Frost & Sullivan. Today, I'd like to welcome Yoon Kim to Frost Growth Talks. Yoon Young Kim is Cluster President of Schneider Electric for Singapore, Malaysia, and Brunei. Welcome, Yoon Kim, to Frost Growth Talks. Thank you, thank you. A quick introduction to Yoon Kim. Yoon's mission and his role as Schneider is to drive the cluster towards success by expanding Schneider's business and manufacturing capabilities. With over 20 years of international experience in the automotive and lighting sector, Mr. Kim has had an illustrious career with a variety of successful country management assignments and has taken on multiple roles, demonstrating his ability to grow the business as a market strategist, inspiring those around him, and delivering results as an excellent implementer of commercial initiatives. Mr. Kim, your primary focus for the business in this cluster has been helping clients operate more sustainably. Can you explain the thought processes and the values behind this? What were the key factors that helped conceptualize this approach? So thank you for the opportunity, Shahad and Vivek. And uh, this is a great opportunity for me to share a little bit about uh, our sustainability journey. And on, in fact, uh, I'll start with some data, right? And uh, data that shows that, uh, you know, uh, sustainability is a very important subject for the, for the people today in this world uh, and this century. And I, I see uh, a lot of traction uh, on this topic, right? Uh, and when we come into the more one of the elements of the sustainability that is about e-mobility, uh, we can see some of the data coming uh, very strongly, such as uh, you know the electric vehicle is growing forty-five uh, percent plus every year, and uh, the normal vehicle is uh, decreasing their volume in the coming years. And we believe that uh, in, in, in the years to come, in uh, 2025, uh, the market share of the electrical vehicles will be close to 15, 16%. And the growth rate is quite big. And on top of that, when you look into the, the region, which is Asia Pacific region, that already today represents more than 50% of the EV market. So imagine how important it is. Of course, that all pushed very strongly from China and some other few countries in the region. So that you can see the, the importance of the e-mobility, importance of the EV, and importance of, uh, of uh, this uh, contribution into the sustainability journey. And in fact, you, as, you, as you know, we all know about the Green Plan 2030 of Singapore. This is accelerating even further in our journey of sustainability, uh, having a clear plan for EV uh, in the infrastructure, as well as in the contribution in decarbonizing uh, our uh, transportation uh, mode. Uh, and of course, this helps hand in hand with Schneider, which has a solution for the immobility called Equistructure Immobility. 
Yeah. So uh, we always saw that uh, charging network and EV is a bit of a chicken and egg situation. You know, unless you have sufficient vehicles on road, you don't have charging network. And unless you have a good charging network, you can't sell more vehicles. Since your company focuses on charging network, uh, what is your approach uh, to solving this conundrum which exists in the market? Indeed, Vivek, uh, and this is always catchy 22. Uh, but in fact, uh, what we should uh, look into is what are the, what are the pain points, right? And, and those are the ones that we believe that uh, energy will multiply by three times with uh, immobility, uh, energy consumption in that level, and not only that, but that in the location that is immobility charging system is staying, uh, this will generate if not well managed, some power outages or overloading uh, the demand of the energy at a certain point of time. So it is very important to use uh, certain solutions to make it the energy management in the immobility uh, solutions more intelligent, efficient, resilient, and safe as well, which is one of the important points. So I, I believe that the digital is the way how bring the solution uh, into the technology today to really manage the load balance uh, into the immobility solution. And not only that, as well as making clear when it comes with the renewable energy, it can be well managed in a micro system way. So what we call microgrid and making sure that we bring the right solution uh, to the end user being safe, efficient, resilient, and sustainable. So you're finding yourself in the middle of probably one of the biggest um, changing marketplaces today. Um, I think it's safe to say that the way that this market will be a few years from now is not even going to look like it is today. So given all that change, given all that dynamism and all that interest, what to you are the most immediate growth opportunities, the most immediate opportunities for revenue? Um, and what kind of expectations do you have in the near term? Yeah, it's a very good question, Shahad. I mean, people might ask question if we have a EV car solution, right? In fact, we don't have EV car. We have, of course, from everything from the charging system in the whole backbone of the infrastructure that it can be in a house or it can be in a building or it can be in, 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 in big infrastructure and public infrastructure uh, locations. And, and, and in fact, uh, we do see a big growth. Uh, we are projecting uh, three times our revenue on this segment on until 2025. Uh, that means three, four years from now. And, and, and it comes not only with the charger system itself, but it comes with the, all the backbone of the charging system, all the intelligence that we can manage the energy coming from different angles of the grid or the microgrid, renewable energy, and so on and so on. Even putting that into the you know, saving in the storage system, or even sometimes coming from the car back to the grid. So all this is, is a solution that we bring together, and we believe that's going to be a big, big uh, opportunity for us uh, in this segment. Uh, any new solution that uh, any company launches in a nascent market like this uh, is not successful without uh, appropriate ecosystem. So what kind of ecosystem or value chain partnerships are you planning to forge to achieve the required level of growth? Yeah, you're totally right, Vivek. In fact, uh, ecosystem is uh, very important and partners are very important in this journey. 
And many of them are new in the market and new in the ecosystem because the ecosystem itself is a, is a very dynamic and new and renewing all the time. So in fact, uh, we are partnering with, uh, of course, big uh, energy management companies, uh, as well as the EV car companies. Uh, it can be from the car dealers, it can be even from the government in the infrastructure installments, as well as it can be even in the uh, homes uh, of private individuals. Right? Uh, so the ecosystem is extremely important because it, it, it's not only about the car charging, but as well is about all the backbone of the energy management, and as well as to make it safe, it is about people. And people is important in this angle, uh, the, the behavior of the people uh, and utilization of the energy uh, charging cars. Uh, and, and this will uh, generate a lot of uh, different uh, you know, uh, intelligence as well as different partners in the ecosystem to help each other to be successful and to make it uh, more uh, you know, sustainable and decarbonizing uh, our our world. So let's take a little bit uh, of time to talk about sustainability. It's, it's pretty clear from your background and also the work you've done so far at Schneider that this is something very close to your heart. So when it comes to sustainable access to energy, what are some of the key values and beliefs that you're trying to incorporate into your work? Yes, uh, I, I think is. Uh, I will just bring some of the data just to give you outside in perspective, right? Because it is about market customers, it's about people, right? And, and when we do some surveys, uh, especially in Singapore recently done, uh, shows very clearly that uh, people are engaged in this sustainability journey. So 88% of the people are favorable to contribute to the decarbonization journey. The question is that when they have to pay more, for energy, renewable energy, uh, only 55%, so a little bit more than half, would uh, accept uh, to pay more to have a renewable energy. Uh, we do see that companies as well, the leaders, uh, believe that 83% of the companies believe that it is important, uh, a solution on technology and digital to really work on this decarbonization journey. But when we ask how many of you are doing it is only 27% of the leaders or the companies are doing and applying it. And of course, uh, it needs a lot of uh, conscientization, a lot of uh, mindset change as well. Uh, but this is our journey and it's our duty, right? All of us is not only enterprise, it's not only government, but as well as private individuals, is our journey to make it a more sustainable world for the next generations to come. So I think the, the, the mindset is there. Everybody wants to contribute, but of course there are always obstacles that people have to decide on trade-offs and, and make sure that we do the right trade-offs uh, for the society. Right. I'm sure this path ahead is going to be full of challenges and uncertainties. So can you highlight a few challenges that you uh, that you face or that keep you awake at the night and what can we expect in the next three to five years what are the milestones you are looking at yeah vivek i think come back to the the, the your the, your your previous questions that is about a chicken egg story right and 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 those are the challenges right it should the infrastructure be first or should be you know the customers and end user demand more to have the right infrastructure uh, that is one of the important uh, aspects of, uh, of uh, what is done first. But at the end, I think is uh, about having the right solution. 
uh, do we have the right solution? Do we have the solution that is, number one, is safe, uh, reliable, because energy sometimes cannot be safe. Uh, energy can be very risky, right? And as well as uh, efficient and at the end, sustainable, right? It is it, no meaning as well you have a charging point that basically the energy comes uh, from non-renewable energy. So I think all this is, is another element of challenge that we need to look into. Uh, and whenever you have a lot of load, a uh, lot of peak times, uh, then of course the balancing the load, uh, balancing the energy distribution is extremely And that is intelligence that only uh, the digital solutions can help us in, in managing all this intelligence and smartness of allocating load in the right situation or right neighborhood, right building, right home or, or, or right timing, right? So that, that is extremely important. And that is what the digital uh, solution brings together in the load management. At the end is we want all uh, to be more sustainable, but as well, we want to be in a safe place. So have you defined clear milestones on your path to growth? Um, how do you track whether you're on the right path? What are gonna, going to be the focus areas for Schneider Electric in the next five years? Yeah, certainly uh, we have to work on developing new technologies, new softwares, new uh, solutions. And that's where we, we have been focusing our R&D. And of course, we have to always uh, work together with our ecosystems and our end users to make sure that we listen to them. That's why we have a constant uh, surveys and, and listening uh, type of, uh, of activities to, to make sure that we listen our end user and bring the right technology in place. Uh, of course, uh, it is adoption of, uh, of EV is one of the important uh, aspects to make sure that uh, we go into the right direction. Uh, and, and that uh, comes with a lot of uh, regulation. Uh, it comes with as well as the government incentive that has been in place already for, for instance, for condominium, for uh, apartments, uh, that we see uh, incentive for the government to, uh, to get uh, more uh, uh, easier uh, infrastructure to, to charge uh, your e-mobility e uh, transportation, as well as uh, we see uh, a lot of uh, 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 infrastructure points that government has been already putting in place, going from currently very low number to 60,000 uh, charging points uh, publicly in, in the country. So I think these, uh, these are the challenges. I do see these milestones coming very clearly, and those are the ones that we need to monitor very clearly to uh, you know, balance the, the demand and the, and the supply in the, in the infrastructure as well as the demand of the cars. So you are on the forefront of innovation and you are doing uh, work in all new areas such as charging infrastructure, EVs, etc. So Frost Group Talk, one of the important objectives is to motivate other innovators who also want to chart out similar course. So what would be your key message to the fellow innovators? Yeah, I think uh, I don't want to incentivize innovators more. They are, they, are, they are themselves incentivized and motivated. Usually they are uh, self-motivating people, right? Uh, it, it is about uh, where to where to play, right? So in the Z-mobility uh, area, of course, uh, uh, there are hardwares and there are a lot of elements of, of the car itself, the batteries and so on. Uh, but my suggestion would be uh, looking into the digital and software solutions. And that will be the really the breakthrough that will make it uh, much easier for the end user, to the consumer, to 
to make it more friendly and usable uh, in a friendly way. Uh, and, and that will help as well as to save more energy and make it safe. So I would say, look into the software, look into the apps, look, look into the digital journey, look into the way that we can look in more end-to-end -end solution for the end user, for the customers. And that is something that we are incentivizing at Schneider as well. We have a program called Innovation at Edge, where we do incentivize, we have resources there as well, to partner with the new entrepreneurs and new uh, ventures uh, that can go into the immobility area. That's cool. uh, that was truly inspirational. Thank you so much. This brings us to the end of another Frost Growth Talk. On behalf of all of the growth professionals at Frost & Sullivan, I'd like to thank our guest, Yoon Kim, for joining us to share his journey. Thank, thank you, you for the opportunity. Frost Growth Talks is a presentation of Frost & Sullivan. For 60 years, Frost & Sullivan has been applying actionable insights to create a stream of innovative growth opportunities for companies, governments, and investors. Visit us online at frost.com to learn more. For Frost Growth Talks, I'm Shahid Amanullah. And I'm Vivek Vaidya. See you next time. Bye-bye. We're always on the lookout for individuals who are having a positive influence on society and our world. If you're someone who would relish the opportunity to share your experience or know someone you would like to nominate, reach out to us at frost.com slash GT nomination or spread the word with hashtag Frost Growth Talks. Until next time, keep growing.